to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Night on Universe Box. DCTV brings in the big bucks. The Hamilton mixtape list is revealed. And we find out more about Wonder Woman. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Ray Simone. This is Universe Box for November 3rd, 2016. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? I'm sounding great. Oh, yeah, you do sound great. I, about three and a half hours ago, lost my voice. That's a, which, which is great for a podcast. Isn't it amazing? Def- isn't it's, it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Yes. No, I, um, I have a problem where I don't know how to shut up. So <laughs> even once my voice started to go, I continued to... That that's Yammer absolutely on. wonderful, actually. Isn't it? I, uh, a quick rem- uh, correction uh, from Tuesday's episode. On Tuesday's episode, apparently our lower third said, said number twenty three. That's wrong. This is episode number thirteen. We definitely apologize for that, and we apologize to everyone over in our chat room at live.universebox.com, oh, where we record wait. every uh, every Tuesday and Thursday at ten p.m. EST. Michael Lucero. Uh, Michael Lucero uh, just hopped in before it was an empty chat room, which is cool. I mean, we understand people have lives sometimes. What? No one has a life. The cool thing is normally that that's what we've been depending on for our uh, listener feedback. But we have some today. Some people actually sent us some blather Skype, which is awesome. But uh, Amory, enough enough dilly dallying, enough fiddle faddling. I, I I think we should probably get into the news, don't you think? Let's do this. Okay, so we're looking into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in televisionary. Okay, so DCTV generates one billion with a B in revenue. Time Warner CRO Jeff Boeckis Boex Boex I think yeah uh, revealed in an earning call this week that television shows based on DC Comics properties are generating over one billion dollars in revenue. The DCTV stable includes <clears throat> here you know what why don't i go ahead and take the interest for I tonight do, since I... your voice is, is bad here they Aww. include uh gotham arrow flash supergirl legends of tomorrow lucifer i zombie preacher teen titans go and the upcoming justice league action uh he also mentioned uh the huge success of the rebirth relaunch for dc's little comic book side business that you might have heard about <laughs> uh but so amory what did you think about this story so i think this is pretty cool um, I really only watch two of these shows uh, thir- regularly, and a third one thanks to my children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really surprised by how well they're doing financially. There, people are constantly talking about these shows. There's chatter on the internet, not on the internet. It's everywhere. Um, and really, of there's like four new shows that are coming down the pike, as one Bill Meeks likes to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm really <laughs> looking forward to at least two of them. So. Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes me kind of nervous about it is how long the DCTV train can really keep chugging. Oh, well, because I'm, this is an excessive amount of shows. It is an excessive That's amount an, of it, shows. I think it almost is too much. I, 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 I kind of agree, but in a certain way. I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about what I think. Okay. So, so you know, they're pretty impressive numbers overall. 
I the the DCW uh, universe uh, pretty much own, owns the week for fans of superhero soap operas. You know all the CW shows because I mean they have a show pretty much every night of the week. Mm-hmm. So really, I uh, you know the profitability isn't that surprising. Even Teen Titans Go is a huge hit with kids of every stripe, not just superhero fans, but it's just just it's kids a, in general. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it's not surprising, but since they haven't had a flop, flop on TV yet, if you don't count Constantine, I'd hope this means that more shows will be coming down the pike <laughs> and uh, that they'll have increased budgets for the shows already airing. Like, I hope maybe Gotham next year gets a couple more uh, shekels uh, to help, uh, you know, spread the love of Gotham. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just hope like you you're like i don't want any more shows there's enough shows i'm like bring on more shows but please let them exist in their own continuities instead of trying to force them into the arrowverse to where i because i mean that's a big part i i like the flash i like supergirl but they keep crossing over into the arrowverse stuff and i don't care about that so it's really hard to kind of uh push through those episodes uh, you know, that deal right. with the other shows because I don't care about the other shows. The the Supergirl, Flash, they're okay. Right. But I, I don't care to watch all the other stuff. <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to cross over with iZombie. With iZombie. I really don't want to see that happen. Please don't do that. CW. Yeah, I, I have watched I a few of these shows. Like I Gotham, Flash, Supergirl, and Preacher. I, I I've all really in, I I've enjoyed to varying degrees, and of course Gotham, which because we do a Gotham, Legends Gotham. we do a Gotham podcast, Legends of Gotham, Gotham. Uh, Legends of Gotham But yeah, uh, good job DC TV U. Okay, so let's see here for the next story. Um, Neil Patrick Harris dons a prosthetic mask to take over for Jim Carrey as Count Olaf in this new trailer for the Netflix originals, A Series of Unfortunate Events. Harris is joined by castmates Joan Cusack, Bernadette Peters, Asif Monvi, and Patrick Warburton as Lemony Snicket. Uh, The series premieres in January. Uh, So, Anne-Marie, what did you think of this overall? Okay, so kid number one. Oh, wait, by the way, I do have to mention the Mike Lucero in the chat room. All about it. Very excited. All about it. Did I see that right? Is that a series of unfortunate events trailers? Very much. Absolutely. So kid number one is currently a big fan of the series, and I am a big fan of NPH. So (laughs) the show is bound to be amazing because NPH. Um, We haven't really seen eye to eye, me and the kid, with entertainment lately because it's not mine, mine, Minecraft. (laughs) Um, And I'm hoping that this is something that we can sit down and watch together, Uh, especially because I'm not very familiar with the book. So I would love for him to kind of explain it to me as we go. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really, really makes me happy that they're making um, a show like this for Netflix because the last Netflix original that my children binge watched was the Skylander series. Yeah. Yuck. I uh, Michael Lucero over in the chat room is talking about a bunch of stuff like the eye but it doesn't look like VFD the way it should be. I don't even know what I'm that not means. familiar with the books either. So what what does VFD even mean? I don't know. Uh, volunteer Fire Department. Yeah, that's what I see. Yeah, definitely. Okay, but as for me, I'm kind of shocked that Doogie was willing to take such a big role for a children's series. I'm not, oh. But but then again, I looked at his IMDb and he seems to be embracing children's movies almost entirely after wrapping How I Met Your Mother, including that classic children's film Gone Girl. Uh, Amory, you're holding your phone. Or, or no, your I'm holding. I'm holding my hand up to speak. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. I'm holding my hand up. Um, I believe. 
<coughs> See, I waited too long. Um, it's because he has twins, and mm-hmm. they are around six. So plus, those Smurf movies were very profitable I'm, for him. You I'm know, sure. So <clears throat> I'm pretty sure they were. But you, you know, the trailer for a series of unfortunate events looks very dark and twisted, which I like, especially in a series for children. Uh, hopefully, it will be better received by fans uh, of the book than the movie was, because the movie wasn't fa- the Jim Carrey movie wasn't well received i i already like uh neil patrick harris better than i like jim carrey in the role though just from the little glimpses i've got of him i also just like neil patrick harris better than i like jim carrey yeah and michael lucero in the chat room agrees he says that nph looks interesting hard to tell when it's so small on my screen but i'm definitely intrigued uh so so yeah it'll be good though it'll be good though uh you know speaking of the series of <laughs> of the series of unfortunate events movies I, I i think it's time to grab some popcorn and find your seat because we're opening up the curtain on cinematters cinematters like the bill show tonight yeah a little bit uh but you know as we usually do on thursdays we're going to give you a preview of the weekend box office the movies that we thought were interesting when looking through fandango's listing of movies coming out this weekend right so amaria you're going first what movie did you think looked interesting trolls trolls (laughs) i sound like a troll um so these aren't the trolls that i grew up with or really that my mom brought with her to bingo for good luck These trolls are bright and shiny Mm. with a song in their heart. And as much as I really, really, really wanted to hate it, like (laughs) I really, really, really wanted to hate this after seeing the preview so many times, I just can't. Maybe it's the catchy Justin Timberlake song or the pep that is Anna Kendrick, but I cannot wait to see this mismatched duo go on an adventure to save their people. Um, This is the type of family movie that I think could bring in a lot of money. Well, most family movies can, right? Not necessarily, because as we talked about on Tuesday, the family movies that have come out this fall haven't been doing nearly as good as the ones previous. Very true. Very true. Bring but it back. Bring it back. I, I am not interested in seeing this movie at all. That's it looks, fine. I'll take them. Looks like another crappy CGI. Oh, kid I'm film not saying it's not going to be a pretty crappy movie, but mm-hmm. you know, for some reason, I want to go see this. Okay, and my pick, I, I mean, no one's going to be surprised by this. This is a highly anticipated film. Everybody's been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. There's been all sorts of press appearances, talk show, interviews, everything for it. So no one's going to be, be surprised that I'm suggesting the pickle recipe. Uh, now, the pickle pe- recipe, it looks hilarious. It's a story about a down-on-his-luck guy whose uncle convinces him to steal his grandmother's uh, prize-winning pickle recipe before she croaks so they can make money off of it. Uh, it looks like a great dysfunctional family comedy with a healthy dash of a uh, Jewish chutzpah uh, thrown in the mix. Uh, it stars comedian John Doerr in what looks to be his first lead role in a feature. Uh, seriously, it looks really funny. It looks almost, it, it feels very almost to me like a take the ro- romantic subplot out of it. And it almost looks like my big fat Greek wedding where it's this big idiosync idiosyncratic uh ethnic family that uh, kind of uh interacts with each other and bounces off each other and hates each other a little bit you know yeah they love to hate each other yeah it look it looks like a lot of fun though and i, I i've enjoyed john door i've seen his stand-up before so it, it's kind of cool to see him in a lead role too okay. but okay. uh you know that's that's you know one movie that's coming out uh but there's a movie that's coming out in a couple months that uh, a big trailer dropped for today okay so uh wonder woman 
all the world's waiting for you in the power you possess in your satin tights fighting for your rights in the old red white and blue another world is ready for you and the wonders that you can do make a hawk a dove stop a war with love make a liar tell the truth you're a wonder wonder woman and your new trailer is out today Yes, the new Wonder Woman trailer has dropped. And Anne-Marie, you have a very favorable opinion of it, right? Badass. (laughs) So while I don't want to wish away time, I really want it to be June 2017, like now, Mm -hmm. so I can see the full movie. Um, I love that we're going into um, Diana's backstory, an explanation of the picture from Batman v Superman. And, you know, I'm sure Bill knows this, but maybe an explanation of why she's not aging. Uh, let's see an exploration. Well, she she's she's uh, an Amazonian. Amazonian, yeah. Yeah, but see, to me, that doesn't that's not actually an explanation. I They're pretty know. much immortal. Okay. Yeah. But we don't. But for stupid people like me who don't mm. speak of the comic language, yeah, that needs explained. Um, the exploration of her native land, you know, the land of the Amazonians, and what leads her to fight the way she does looks really awesome. Gal Gadot, I think, is the perfect balance of strength and beauty to be woman and i'm just like squealing and i've listened to the um song like over and over it just makes me go wonder woman no all the world is waiting for you (laughs) (laughs) oh the big guitar theme from batman v superman okay is she with you no (laughs) she is with herself thank you very much now i i don't share your passion for the project well you're a jerk yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, truth hurts it, lo- it, it looks pretty decent. Uh, it's your standard Wonder Woman origin story that I've seen a million times before. You know, Steve Trevor on the eye. Although I, th- I did think it was interesting that they had uh, a bunch of other soldiers with him coming onto Paradise Island, which was because uh, normally it's just Steve Trevor washes up there and Wonder Woman escapes with him and takes him back to man's world. Uh, but I, I still find Gal Gadot's uh, delivery a little flat uh, overall, uh, you, you, her dialogue delivery a little flat, but considering the movie looks like it's 90% fight scenes, I doubt that's going to grate on my nerves too much uh, with the movie. Uh, it, it, there are a lot of fight scenes, or at least okay, this trailer made it seem of, like it. Exactly. It's a trailer, and a lot of times they're going to show. They're not going to show you like a mm-hmm. nice, calm, tender moment. They're going to show you the fight scene. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I've ever expressed this. He on, hates on, fight on, scenes. I, I don't like fight scenes like at, at all. all. I, I don't like. I go to super superhero movies for the philosophy and the big philosophical arguments and things and you know the lessons i don't go to them for the fight scenes i you know if i had one complaint about batman v superman it was like the last 45 minutes was one big fight scene yes yes, (laughs) but you know i you know like the first trailer uh the office's lucy davis playing etta candy uh has me the most excited she's she's the one who talks about fisticuffs at the end of the trailer. Oh, uh, yeah, but th- that's the uh, not Pam from the, the the British Office, but whatever the oh, Pam it's from char- the British one. Yeah, it was basically the Pam character on the this British is why Office. I have no idea. Uh, she was also on extras, I think, and on Marin as Mark Marin's manager. Uh, but I, I'm still probably not excited about this movie uh, to go see it in theaters. Uh, the, the only thing that would like me likely Girl's make me nice. break and go see it is if there's a flash forward to the modern day at the end kind of teen up the justice league movie i then i feel like there's gonna be yeah i feel like there's gonna be ben affleck has to make an appearance because he's probably got it written in his contract he is in every dc movie Mm -hmm. from now until i don't know 2027 or something he sold his soul to warner brothers he did but you know what they gave him a big big paycheck 
Yeah, but I, I, I'm definitely, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to go check this out when it comes out on home video for sure. Uh, you know, on VH, when it comes out on VHS, VHS Blu-ray, I'll, I'll be there with uh, bells th- those on. big laser disc mm-hmm. things. Yeah, over in the chat room, not too much action, nothing, but a- A&T joined. So welcome, A&T, to the chat room. Welcome. We love you. Okay, so uh, before we get back uh, to yeah, all the other stories we have tonight, we wanted to tell you a little bit about our Patreon. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a really great way you can support uh, the, the content the you love, the content creators you love. Uh, basically, what you do is you go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash universebox in particular. Don't go to those other patrons, Patreons. Uh, go ours and uh, you you can go and uh, you can just uh, you can offer to donate a little bit of money every month anywhere as low as a dollar a month to help support all all of the costs we incur to bring this content to you and also to help us grow as a network Uh, you know we just we have like four shows now that are coming out really do with new stuff coming down the pike yeah, including shows hosted by other people like Greetings from Storybrooke now, which is uh, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, in, in not only do you get the content and stuff, but we have a lot of rewards to a lot of unlockables like a podcast uh, course all the way up to a big party here in Orlando. But the most important thing we do is for people who donate $5 or more every month, you become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. Uh, not only does that entitle you to uh, certain benefits at chain restaurants owned by... Uh, you know, the same company that own, like Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, you get a 5% discount for $5 Star Patrons Club, but you also get your name read out on every episode of every podcast we do. And this we is wanna, the only thing that really happens. And we only, and we only want to thank you. We, we don't want to, we don't want to give you those discounts. We're forced to by Yum Food Incorporated, which I believe is the company that owns Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. But we also want to read out. You're never going to get us any sponsors doing stuff like that. We also want to read out uh, all of the members of our $5 Star Patrons Club tonight. Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Max 79 Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinax, Karen Horlacher, and Jessica Gonzalez. Ooh. We owe each of you a Doritos Locos Taco. Yum. If you want a Doritos Locos Taco, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to think, think outside. outside. Okay, so let's see here. Uh... Now that the Patreon ad read, oh, uh, let's see, A&T in the chat room asked, do patrons get to visit uh, Paradise Island, uh, the home of Wonder Woman? I say yes. I definitely, say yes. Definitely. Unless you're a man, where you can stand off in the shore you don't want to in the surf. You don't want to if you're a man. Uh, and Michael Lucero says he'd rather visit the island. Uh, you get that, too, we know, we know. if you're a $5 Star Patron Club member. Uh, okay, so let's see here. <laughs> Why don't we go ahead, get back to the news at hand. Okay, so throw on your headphones, warm up your pipes. We're going to make sure your mo- modern music knowledge is in tune. I am out of tune. Yes, you are. Okay, so let's see here. Now, this story I'm very excited about because it, it embraces uh, my obsession for the past month or so. Yes, I... Uh, you think you, you're tired of listening to the Hamilton soundtrack? You'll be back. Uh, this morning, Lynn manuel Miranda tweeted out the track list for the new Hamilton mixtape, which features artists from the pop, R&B, and rap worlds covering songs from his hit musical, Hamilton. Hamilton. Uh, the album will feature covers from the likes of Busta Rhymes, Jimmy Fallon and the Roots, Jill Scott, Common, Ben ah, Folds, Jill and Scott. Regina Spector, and also... Ursher. Thong Song. No. 
No, it, no. Oh no! Wait, that was no. Who who did thongs on this? Cisco. Cisco. That was it. Usher. You're confusing Usher and Cisco. I am a li- yeah, because Cisco had the silver hair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, Usher. I apologize. I know for you're. Sure? Li- I know Usher's a listener, and I feel really bad for offending him. You should. But you'll have to wait for the Hamilton mixtape, though. Uh, the Hamilton mixtape will be released on December second of this year. One month, perfect for Christmas. And I'm gonna pick it up for sure. We know. Amory, what do you, what do you think about this news? So I think that Lin-Manuel Miranda is a wizard. Um, pretty much it seems like everything he writes is amazing. And then the artists that he's getting to perform in are phenomenal. Hamilton has been life-changing for a lot of people, like Mr. Bill Meeks. Um, <laughs> and with people like Ben Folds, Ursher, Wiz Khalifa, and John Legend, just to name a few. This did you say Ursher? I did We say- just keep offending Usher tonight. Sorry, Usher. Sorry, Ush. I apologize. He's the one who said Ursher. <laughs> <laughs> um, in his song, but that was like 15 years ago. Uh, mixtape looks to be, challenge the original soundtrack. Not that I would expect anything less. Yes, yes, it's very, very exciting. And all I can really say about it is yes, 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 yes. Literally, it's, it's uh, yeah. I, I, I've been listening to the original cast recording for weeks now, like constantly on a loop, and and it's so exciting that I'm going to be getting a whole new, whole new arrangements of these great songs featuring some of my favorite ar- artists. The inclusion of Ben Folds is both completely unexpected and completely thrilling to me. I'm a huge Ben Folds fan. Uh, the producer of the producers of the album have hit all the right notes with their casting too like every song seems like a perfect fit for the artists they've chosen i you know and i am i'm just very excited i have a feeling that jimmy fallon was very involved in this project though because the roots are all over it right and he even he's on it fallon is on it yeah he does the uh you'll be back like before you know the king george song uh so you know i cannot wait for this this is going to be so awesome it's ridiculous nope or ridiculous, the kids say. Okay, so let's see. We're going to switch gears here a little bit and uh, talk about Miley Cyrus. Uh, I, I know we normally don't bring her up, but Miley Cyrus uh, welcomed homeless teens from the, My Friend's Place, a shelter in L.A., onto the set of The Voice for a special tour in support of the Happy Hippie Foundation, a charity devoted to help troubled uh, LGBTQ kids uh, lead productive lives. So very uplifting news from The Voice. Yes, it's actually Happy Hippie is miley cyrus's oh is that her yeah she founded it um in 2014 after visiting my friend's place oh very good yes um i didn't know that see you gotta dig a little deeper (laughs) so when celebrities especially some of the crazy ones do things for charity it really makes me happy um these are the celebrities that i feel like they truly appreciate the luck that they've been given Mm -hmm. because sometimes people seem to act like they're all entitled but miley cyrus definitely seems to appreciate what she's been given and is giving back and um miley's happy hippies are no different um i remember actually two years ago because she had a homeless team from there except her um song of the song of the year or video of the year or something it was a vma mm-hmm. yeah for wrecking ball and she had somebody else accept it for her to raise awareness and i actually remember that whole now was it to raise awareness or it was because was it because she didn't want to admit to performing the song no it was to raise awareness okay, okay. um and you know what that's the type of thing that most people aren't going to give up because they want the spotlight. So mm-hmm. uh, kudos to you, Miley. Definitely. And you can you can tell Miley really identifies with these kids and wants to help them from the little video. 
I they have on here. I even giving them you know three minutes on the voice is probably going to bring thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to the charity, which is is really cool. You know, uh, for once, reality TV is actually doing something good for the world. Who'd have thunk? I I mean, I never expected that. What what a twist! What a twist! Oh, over in the chat room, ANT says that and Bill calls himself a Miley super fan. You didn't uh, even know. Yeah, I didn't even know. I know I have no business calling myself a Miley super fan, which he is doesn't. why I never have and never will. Okay, so what's in the box though? Uh, you're about to find out. We've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the universe box. Okay, Anne Marie, what's your universe box for tonight? Uh, Meryl Streep is going to be receiving the Cecil B. DeMille, DeMille Award um, at this. Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah, that. <laughs> At the upcoming Golden Globes. So with 11 Oscar and Golden Globe wins under her belt, Meryl Streep is set to receive the award for outstanding contributions to the world of entertainment at the January 8th Golden Globes. Streep has been a trailblazer in the film and television industries, shattering age and gender barriers time and time again. Some of the past winners include Walt Disney, Judy Garland, John Wayne, Elizabeth Taylor. The list is insane that mm -hmm. it just keeps on going. So, um, yay. I love you, Meryl Streep. Keep doing the thing for the girls. Ooh, Meryl Streep's winning another award. What a surprise. She's so untalented. I can't believe they give her awards for being awesome. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow, man. No, I'm just saying Meryl Streep, like, she's earned her street cred. She at has. This point. But so it's not that surprising. I didn't say it was surprising. I said it was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Speaking of good things, uh, over in the chat room, Michael Lucero says, do y'all remember that guy who spent over $3,000 to get 29 Miley Cyrus? Uh, he says Cyprus, but Cyrus tattoos all over his body. He was a middle-aged guy, too. I feel like that guy and the guy from... Um, Australia are buddies. Yeah, from Tuesday's episode. With the, the axe. Yes, yes. yes. If, if you don't know Michael or anyone listening, go back and listen to Tuesday's episode. We discussed that story. Okay, so my news is not as happy as Meryl Streep winning an award. It's kind of sad in a way. I uh, Let's see. Uh, you know, uh, Speaking at the Adobe Max conference in San Diego today, uh, Quentin Tarantino confirmed that he will retire from filmmaking after making his 10th film. So that leaves two more flicks and then he's out, he says. Uh, now, while I'm sad we only have a couple more Tarantino flicks left, I think it makes a lot of sense. He wants to go out on top. Uh, right now, he's only had two films that weren't financially and critically successful, and that's uh, his half of Grindhouse and Jackie Brown. I, I liked uh, Jackie Brown. I didn't like Grindhouse that much, but I really like Jackie Brown. But uh, So it's better he goes out on top instead of, you know making five or six or 10 more movies and they, then they slowly fall in quality and right. he's not remembered quite as well. I also love, uh, according to what he said at Adobe Max, he's considering doing a, a long form podcast about the year 1970 or, or writing a play Ooh. after he's done uh, with film, which is really cool because his screenplays have always been a lot like stage plays anyway. I, although I'd be shocked if he doesn't do a short-run TV series for Netflix or HBO somewhere down the line. I, yeah. I mean, that seems like it would make a lot of sense. And he's directed TV before. He's directed he directed an episode of ER, and uh, he, he he's directed a couple of other things too. Nice. So so uh, Tarantino, uh, make the last two good ones, please. Don't do the cute Kill Bill sequel. I mean, people want that, but if you only have two left, do do original stuff, please. Yes. Please. Okay, so Anne-Marie, we have some holidays coming we up, right? We do. So tomorrow is Use Your Common Sense Day, uh -huh. Fountain Pen Day, 
and love your lawyer day. So basically what you need to do is you need to... Use your common sense. To fill up your fountain pen with ink and then sign a contract from your lawyer. Apparently. They, they, that's your... Uh, that's your assignment for this week is to get a lawyer. No, uh, no. Actually, what, what I think a really good homework for everybody out there listening. Tell us a time where you saw a complete absence of common sense. We would love to hear your your stories about a complete absence of common sense. So think about that. Uh, we'll give you the address to write in here in a minute. But uh, first, we want to talk to you about what we're excited about this week. We're offering, offering up our recommendations and suggestible. So Anne-Marie, what's your suggestible for this week? Okay, so this week I am suggesting the Scholastic Book Fair. So when I was a little kid, I adored going to the book fair. I had always been an avid reader, and while libraries are awesome, I hated having to give back the books because I like to read them and read them and read them. So now that my kids are in school, I make it a point to help out as much as I can with the book fair, like I did today. <laughs> um, it's really fun helping kids, not just my own, to find the perfect book to spend their money on. Like, there was one little girl, she had a bag with like four or five books, and she still had like $10, and she was still looking around. She's like, what else can I get? I can't wait to go home and just like read all of these. She's like, I'm going to have them done. So I just love that excitement mm. and being able to be a part of that. They had some pretty decent discounts on some of those books, too. Like, they were, like, $2 books. There were $2 books, and they were still books that kids want to read. Mm -hmm. Like, our daughter got a book, like, a massive novel, and it was $2. It was fantastic. Um, now, I know that not everyone listening has kids in school, but something that I'd like to encourage people to do is, if you're able, consider donating to your local elementary school so that kids who may not have the money to buy something are able to. I know that our school does... Um, sort of like angel books mm -hmm. where they'll take donations and teachers will sort of, they'll each be given an, an allotment to give to kids in their class that they know are yeah. not going to be able to have the money. And they'll get to go down to the library and pick out a $5 book. Free you, books at the library? Right. It's free for them. They get to pick five, but they get to keep it. Yeah, I know. And I'm that's the really important part. Um, you'd really be amazed how excited these kids get over a $5 book mm. of all ages. Like, from kindergarten through fifth grade, they were really excited. So very nice. Consider very nice. doing that. So book fairs. Book fair, do it. Okay, uh, over in the chat room, Ant says his half of Grindhouse referring to Tarantino. Uh, didn't they release them both together? How do you measure which one was more successful? I, I, it was released as a double feature. It didn't do very well. Okay. I, I, I was like, I didn't like Rodriguez's uh, half half of the double feature either but we were talking about tarantino so i thought i'd focus on, on tarantino. tarantino so okay so my suggestible for this week is uh i don't know if you guys know this or not but for a couple of years i i was kind of a roadie for a, a musician uh what? Traveling, i had no clue tra traveling first along the northeastern parts of the united states and then all around the la area uh the, the, this guy was named brett kane and he's finally uh it was always hard because i uh, I also did his website and mailing list and stuff like that. And he was always very resistant to the internet and new technology, but he's finally got on board Ooh. with the 2016s 
and he's put his music over on Google Play. He's a really talented musician, very, very talented song maker or songwriter rather. Uh, and uh, he's a great guy too. Uh, so I highly encourage checking him out. We'll have a link in the show notes at universebox.com, or you can just go to Google Play and search for Brett Kane, B-R-E-T-T-C-A-I-N. Uh, now, in my two favorite songs on this album, and this is an album I believe I was in the studio for some of the recording for some of these songs. Oh, really? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, he calls it three years, I think. But uh, my, my two favorite songs are Opportunity and Burning Bridges. And I thought I'd play just a little bit of each of them for you right now. Okay. Yay. In a land of opportunity. Talk is cheap, it is, and of course I know it. Nothing's free, nothing's free. I only want what's coming to me. Only reason I exist is to install you've got money in your fist. Well, I know now. But I didn't know them two steps backwards Again and again and again and again Now I lead, you follow There ain't nothing left for me to say I've been burning bridges all day Heard these songs millions of times. I love <laughs> but to yeah, Brett Kane, three years over on Google Play Music. Highly recommend you check it out. And uh, love you, Brett, if you ever hear this, <laughs> for sure. Okay, uh, well, you know, we're sending out words into the universe. We're finally getting some back, too. We can't wait to hear your, that's you, the listeners, you. blathering. Let's hear what you guys have to say in Blatherskites. And guess what? We actually have Blatherskites this week, Anne-Marie. Are you shocked? Uh, yes. Definitely. I, our, our constant request have finally paid off. Uh, we have a couple voicemails tonight. First off uh, is one from Adam and Tracy. Take it away, Adam and Tracy. All right, four Blatherskites on Universe Box. Uh, this is Adam, and this is... Tracy. All right, I just wanted to talk real quick about my favorite uh, cartoon. I know this is from like four or five or 17 episodes ago, but I figured I'd give it a call anyway. Uh, my favorite cartoon was, uh, or is, Animaniac. I really loved the show nice. because uh, it referenced a lot of other like movies and TV shows that I didn't know at the time because, you know, I was a little kid. So that made me go and like research them and so I'd go and like watch things like uh, the Good Fellas because you know the Good Feathers were referenced there, and then uh, they did like Lady Miserables. So I'd go and check that out. So I just nice. thought that was a really fun show because it you know referenced plenty of other things, and it made me look at other already pre-existing um, you know shows and movies and things like that. So so it was like a window into culture, things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of really cool. That is really awesome. And we we loved Animaniacs too. Oh, for sure. absolutely, for sure. And I think that it holds up well, well, decently well uh, <laughs> when you look at it against you know time mm -hmm. um i'm not exactly um excited about the mother babies remake uh, i think it was good in the 80s or early 90s however you look at it but i'm sure it's just going to be a shell of its former self i'm actually kind of tired of remakes and you know the whole member berry craze that's going on right now <laughs> um anyway all right i've been well over a minute uh love you guys it was great to talk to you and i'll uh see you next week or bye bye 
I Amory is confused by the member berries thing. It's a it's from South Park this season. I don't speak. Uh, there are these little berries that uh, people are getting addicted to the talk, and they're like. Member Star Wars, member Full House, member this, member that. And it, it feels like it's because uh, South Park transitioned a couple of years ago to doing season-long plot arcs. Oh, did they? And so I have a feeling somewhere towards the end, the member berries are going to be like some sort of like weird invading force or something like That's that. Hilarious. But, you know, it's kind of commenting on this whole trend towards nostalgia that's okay. been going on the past few I years. I could see that. However, I kind of wish that Adam and Tracy would have let Tracy tell us her favorite com- Definitely, or, yeah. Uh, thing. She just sort of said hi and goodbye. Actually, uh, that's a good assignment. Tracy, we want you to call in and, and give us your favorite cartoon, too. You, you can contact Adam us, by the way. Adam say hi and goodbye. Contact at universebox.com. Twitter is at universe underscore box. The Instagram is at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash group slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. We have one more voicemail, too, from Rebecca Johnson talking about the Wonder Woman trailer. Take it away, uh, Rebecca. What's up, Universe Box? What's, what's up? up? Rebecca Johnson, and I am calling in about the new Wonder Woman trailer. Looks <laughs> so good. I think Patty Jenkins has done such a good job of capturing the iconography of Wonder Woman with the bracelets and the lasso and the mascara. The mascara looks awesome. It looks like an actual paradise island. So mm-hmm. cool. And the thing that really stuck out to me in this new trailer uh, versus the previous trailer was that there's there's a moment when Steve and Diana are staring at this bullet that's passing them by, and there's a sound effect that sounds like thunder, like the bullet has gone off and it sounds like thunder. And I thought that was really cool as a fan of the George Perez version of Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. That called back to the flashing thunder, which is this test that Diana has to do with the brace- bracelets when someone shoots a gun at her. Um, I thought that was a really cool little easter egg that um i don't know if if everybody else thinks that's what that was but I, that's what i think it is i think it's an easter egg to the flashing thunder and i thought that was brilliant um but loved this new trailer and i could not be more excited about this movie with the new posters and everything look great so i uh, can't wait to hear your thoughts about it thank you very much rebecca and uh well you, you've heard our thoughts i i am shocked that rebecca johnson hosts a supergirl radio like the wonder woman woman trailer completely shocked no i'm kidding and we love you rebecca for sure okay uh if if you want to let us know because your assignment this week for uh blather skypes is to let us know about a time where you encountered a complete lack of common sense you can e- email us contact at universebox.com or uh, the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and you can find all this info at universebox.com you want to know when i completely didn't use any common sense when college college the entirety <laughs> the enti- of college the entire five well, and a half years to bring it back to south park there's a time and a place for everything and college. it's college so uh, okay so uh, you know that sounds almost like a takeaway which means it's time for the takeaways okay so you might as well well call him tenantino uh dc superheroes make mad mad bank if you're homeless you don't have to audition to get on the voice and i'm not opposed to engaging in a bit of fisticuffs should the occasion arise uh so so that about does it for this week's episode of universe box amory where can people find you online you can find me on twitter at amd simone i am not speaking anywhere until tuesday 
As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And I, like I said, we record Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Oh, except for this Tuesday. Because it's be- election day. Because it's election day. I work in the news, so I'm going to be busy on Tuesday night. So we're going to be recording during the day. So keep an eye on our Twitter and all our social media stuff for the record time. So if you're not usually available at night, we're recording during the day, like in the morning. Like so early. So keep an eye out. Uh, we want to thank our chatters over at live.universebox.com, where you can join us anytime we go live. And A&T, Adam and Tracy say, for the record, I love the member berries. That's T. I mean, that's uh, T for Tracy. Awesome. So I, I guess that about does it for this week. So, uh, you know, until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside.